Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. Columbus, Ohio. They did you guys dirty with this episode of Friday Night Smackdown, didn't they? No Roman, no Solo, no Cena, no Paul Heyman. We got to see Jimmy Uso for like 30 seconds in a pre-recorded video package. No Logan Paul. This Friday Night Smackdown was very, very meh. It was very mid. It was very, it was just not that exciting, especially for being the Friday Night Smackdown after Crown Jewel. I thought, I don't know what I thought, but this is not what I was expecting. At least on Monday Night Raw, we got to see the aftermath and we got a lot more closure, it feels like. On this Friday Night Smackdown, there was a lot of things missing. WWE didn't really follow up on a lot. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode of Snug Wrestling. What's going on, folks? Welcome back again to another episode of Snug Wrestling with me, your host. My name is Edgar. Let's go over all the shenanigans and all the craziness that went down on this episode of Friday Night Smackdown in Columbus, Ohio, November 10th. Let's go. The show starts off with Kevin Owens fight Owens fight, except on this episode, he wasn't doing a whole lot of fighting. He was the special guest announcer because he was covering for Corey Graves, who just recently had a baby with his wife, Carmella. So congratulations to Corey Graves and Carmella. And then we get the LWO and they come out and they look to be in good spirits, even though Rey Mysterio did lose a United States championship belt versus Logan Paul at Crown Jewel. And Logan Paul pinned Rey Mysterio clean, fair and square in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. The new United States champion, Logan Paul, was very proud of the fact that he is the new champion and was flaunting it all over the internet with some pictures that he was taking with the belt via old school Shawn Michaels style. Rey Mysterio cuts a promo and he addressed the match at Crown Jewel versus Logan Paul and said that Logan Paul Paul can't beat him without those brass knuckles. And Rey Mysterio promised to get a rematch, but Carlito interrupts Rey Mysterio, which was odd because Carlito is part of the LWO, but why the hell is he interrupting his fellow faction member, Rey Mysterio? And Carlito comes out, and he looks pissed off, and he wants to talk about Crown Jewel. Carlitos blamed Escobar for the loss that Rey Mysterio took because it was Escobar that left those brass brass knuckles on the apron now let's go back i had to go back and re-watch this because i completely missed this if you guys didn't watch crown jewel and if you guys didn't listen to the crown jewel full review of snug wrestling then i'm gonna tell you what you guys missed one of logan paul's friends or entourage members tried to hand logan paul the brass knuckles but then santos escobar came out to chase out logan paul's friend the guy dropped the brass knuckles Escobar picked him up but then threw him back in the ring and that's when Logan Paul took advantage and hit Rey Mysterio and got the win and became the champion and I completely missed that I just I don't know I was just not paying attention or I was too busy writing notes or doing whatever that it was a really weird spot and it looked really suspicious of Escobar now that Carlito brings it up Santos Escobar does not like being accused and Santos Escobar just walked away and the opening match of this show is 
was going to be Carlito versus Bobby Lashley. So this feud with the LWO and the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley continues. And this is a clash from the past. Two veterans. And Bobby Lashley is another guy that we don't really get to see wrestle that often. The last time Bobby Lashley had a match on SmackDown was versus Rey Mysterio about a month ago exactly. Where Bobby Lashley won. Bobby Lashley is being accompanied by the Street Profits during this match. And also B-Fab is looking on backstage. Bobby Lashley starts to heat on Carlito. And Bobby Lashley is in full control throughout this match. Bobby Lashley, he is a big ass dude. But Carlito, he looks just as big or almost just as big as Bobby Lashley. And according to Kevin Owens, it's all them apples that Carlito has been eating. And then Montez Ford tried to get involved. And the Street Profits and the LWO get into it outside of the ring. Escobar comes out to try to help his fellow LWO faction members. But Bobby Lashley hits a spear on Carlito out of nowhere and gets the pin over Carlito 1-2-3. Then there's an afterbirth because the Street Profits, they get some heat on Carlito. And Santos Escobar just stands there and does absolutely nothing and just watches along while the Street Profits are giving it to Carlito. Rey Mysterio runs out with the chair and clears out the ring and confronts Escobar for not doing anything about Carlito getting his ass beat. Rey Mysterio shoves Escobar and turns his back on Escobar and then Escobar attacks Rey Mysterio from behind. Rey Mysterio's reaction was kind of odd because he didn't defend himself right off the bat. He looked more disappointed than anything and then Rey just slapped Escobar like that was his red-headed stepchild and Escobar just left the ring and it was the most awkward thing ever because Rey Mysterio tried to apologize after that and that's when the heat spot came and that's when the real heel turn happened. Santos Escobar attacked Rey Mysterio and we've all seen this coming from a long time ago. We've all been saying this that Santos Escobar was going to turn heel on Rey Mysterio. It was just a matter of when and it finally happened on this Friday Night Smackdown and I was actually enjoying this until Selena Vega came in the picture and just ruined it for me with her dramatic and just over the top bad acting but other than that a heel escobar should be really fun to see i believe santos escobar is was usually a heel down there on nxt so this is nothing new to santos escobar and we'll see what happens from here on out that's not the last that we see of santos escobar because after the commercial break they try to get an interview with santos escobar and they ask why did you attack ray mysterio and his response was ray had it coming i'm like what what do you mean ray mysterio Mysterio is literally the nicest fucking guy in wrestling history, Santos. The fuck are you talking about? We're talking about Rey Mysterio. This guy has, I don't even think he's ever been heel in the WWE, ever. What the hell? What do you mean he had it coming? What did he do to you, Santos? We need some answers, Escobar. And even Kevin Owens said it too. Look, I've turned on a lot of people before in my career, and Rey Mysterio is the last person that I would do that to because no shit Rey Mysterio is an angel but thank you Kevin Owens for keeping it real never change up next we got to see Bailey from the damage control except there is no damage control that came out with Bailey she was riding solo and she was looking kind of upset Bailey tries to take credit for EO Sky's success becoming the woman's money in the bank then moving on to becoming the champion and then B 
Bailey gets the what chance. Bailey does not like the what chance. And I mean, seriously, people, it's getting old. I mean, come on, it's 2023. Why are we still doing the what chance? Then Bailey calls out Io Sky, and here comes the damage control with Carrie Sane. They showed the clip of Bailey beating up on Kyrie Sane a few months back, and Bailey is just worried. She's like, look, 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 I've been here for a long time, and I know how wrestling works, and I know she's just gonna stab me in the back or try to pull some shady shit. But Kyrie Sane explains that she respects Bailey as the leader of the damage control, and she forgives Bailey. So we have a new member being added to the damage control. Kyrie Sane is officially the fourth member of the damage control, but here comes Bianca Belair. She interrupts this little party that the damage control are having because they're all hugging it out. And Bianca Belair, she does not forgive the damage control, and she brought out the queen with her to back her up as well as Asuka, and we're going to be getting a six-woman tag match for the main event on this Friday Night Smackdown. My boy Dragon Lee got a super cool video package on Friday Night Smackdown. Dragon Lee is 2-0 on Smackdown. Let's keep that good momentum going for Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee is going to have a match versus Cedric Alexander. This is a rematch from their first match that they had a few weeks ago where Dragon Lee won. And this was a good match. This is two great athletes and I'm a huge supporter of Dragon Lee. Those of you that follow the show, this show, Snug Wrestling, you guys might know that my family is from the same little town in Mexico that Dragon Lee is from. And that's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of Dragon Lee. There's a reason why my parents left that place and came to the U.S. because people in that town are very, very poor out there. So it makes me happy to see someone from there make it out and I get to see them on WWE on national TV. Dragon Lee won again. WWE are trying to put over Dragon Lee in a in a big way but there's a but there's always a but and there's a reason why i'm saying all of this because i'm not just gonna put dragon lee over without being completely honest because one thing that i am is completely honest as much as i am a huge supporter of dragon lee someone please help me understand this how did Dragon Lee make it to the main roster, but Braun Breaker is still on NXT? As much as I would love to see Dragon Lee as a main event star, I don't think Dragon Lee would make it there before a Braun Breaker. Am I happy that Dragon Lee is in the main roster, getting wins on national TV, getting video package and all that? Yes, yes, I'm very happy to see that. But I have a bad feeling that that's all he's going to be good for. He's just going to be, he being Dragon Lee, it's just going to be in those fill-in matches in the middle of the card, just having cold matches. And I'm afraid that WWE is not really going to do anything big with Dragon Lee. Now, I hope I am wrong. It might be too soon to say, but there's a lot of people that are moving up to the main roster. The Creed Brothers recently went over to Monday Night Raw. What is taking so long? for Braun Breaker to make that jump. We did get to see one big star on this episode of SmackDown, and that's LA Knight. After the L that LA Knight was handed by the Tribal Chief at Crown Jewel, LA Knight had everybody saying, what's next? What is next for LA Knight? LA Knight went on the record to say that he is worried that someone else will be taking his spot in that main event spot. But at least the people are still behind LA Knight, and they still love LA Knight. Probably more now 
now after that match at crown jewel sometimes some talent get over more after losing just saying yeah and la knight got the english version of csep weather chance because the people in columbus ohio were chanting yes you can yes you can and la knight says that he got robbed by jimmy and roman should give jimmy uso a raise because if it wasn't for jimmy uso la knight would be standing holding the undisputed championship that doesn't necessarily mean that la knight is going to the back of the line no no la knight has unfinished business with the bloodline and he's not going to stop until he owns the bloodline the challenger grayson waller comes out and interrupts la knight and cuts a promo and waller tries to tell la knight the truth you are not the guy la knight responds to grayson waller and tears grayson waller apart in this promo and man la knight is so good on the mic one of the few who you can tell is unscripted and if he is scripted and if i am wrong about that la knight is one of the ones that you can't tell if he's scripted or not so it's always a treat to see la knight cut a promo on someone especially someone as goofy as grayson waller and the match at the top of the hour was la knight versus Grayson Waller. LA Knight, after his loss at Crown Jewel, he's pissed off, he's upset, and he's gonna take his anger out on Grayson Waller. And during this match, we saw something that we hardly ever see in wrestling in 2023. LA Knight goes for a cover, and Grayson Waller kicked out at one. Someone please remind Grayson Waller that we are in 2023, and every fall needs to be a false finish. This match was like 20 minutes long. I know LA Knight, he's the megastar he was the only star on this episode of smackdown and the people want to see la knight but it took la knight 15 minutes more than what it should have taken la knight to defeat grayson waller but la knight picks up the win and la knight got a big pop we get a couple video packages for john cena one of the video package was from john cena's debut against kurt angle where he slapped the teetotal shit out of kurt angle and this was during the ruthless aggression era and then after the match he got the the rub from the undertaker where undertaker gave john cena props and that video package was followed by the recap of John Cena's last match versus Solo Sokoa at Crown Jewel. Everything is pointing to the farewell John Cena tour that we've been talking about so much here on Snug Wrestling Podcast, but we actually don't really know because John Cena was not on this episode of SmackDown, so we don't know what the plan is for John Cena. We don't know if he's going back to Hollywood. We don't know if we're ever going to see him again. We don't know nothing. Kevin Owens was out there on commentary throughout this whole entire show and he was really entertaining kevin owens was having too much fun with the replay machine showing everyone that time where he punched austin theory and grayson waller both in the face at the same time but then theory and grayson waller come out and they try to punk kevin owens they poured water on his head they talked down at him they pushed him around until kevin owens just snapped runs after them and just takes them out we get a video package by jimmy uso and jimmy uso accepts the challenge by 
by LA Knight next week on SmackDown. And then he gets a phone call by Roman Reigns, and I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns reminded Jimmy Uso not to use the word yeet. Roman does not like that. So no yeet for Jimmy Uso. And the main event, six-woman tag team match. Charlotte, Flair, Bianca Belair, and Asuka versus Bailey, Eosky, and Kyrie Sang. The baby faces, they all get their entrances. The match finally starts, and 30 seconds into the match, not even, not even 30 seconds into the match, we go to commercial break. And this is the big return that everyone was waiting for and that everyone was so excited about. Kyrie Sang, right? You gotta be kidding, right? What is so impressive about this chick? After seeing this match, I could not find not one thing that told me, yes, WWE, they really hit it big to get this Carrie Sane character back on their TV. Nothing. But we got another heel turn on this Friday Night SmackDown. Asuka turned heel again, missed it, Bianca Belair, and joined her old pal, Carrie Sane. The Damage Control added another member to their faction. It looks like Asuka and Carrie Sane are now members of the Damage Control, and the Damage Control are up to five total members. They beat up all the baby faces after the match, and they all have Bailey convinced that Bailey is the leader still. It looks like EOS. Sky is secretly forming her own faction because over time she's been getting really tired of Bailey calling the shots. That could be a really good story and it could also turn out really good for both Eosky and Bailey. If Eosky does form her own faction and turns on Bailey, it'll put Eosky more over as a heel and we could be seeing Bailey handing out more hugs in the near future. But man, that was Friday Night Smackdown. This show went by so quick. Not Smackdown. Smackdown, that shit felt like it was taking forever. I'm talking about this episode of Snug Wrestling. It went by so quick because there was not much to talk about. WWE did not really give me too much to talk about on this episode, unfortunately. But let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon.